uh, different careers at different stages. Like, um, mm. okay, I was I was be um, a zookeeper when I was in elementary school, and then <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't have this kind of uh, evolutionary trend. So that moment when I thought, okay, you know what, I want to be one of those scientists. Yeah. I over the years, I just kept um, the regular school trend and kept mm-hmm. learning. And um, of course, I I knew the more I knew, the more uh, direction I had with with the gas to how I want to approach this. So after high school, after um, after college, actually, I went okay. to grad school for a master's, um, and then I um, I decided that I wanted to go into biomedical research. So my master's was in general uh, biology, molecular biology, actually, okay. and one of the um, biggest triggers for me was the research we did while I was in uh, grad school. So mm-hmm. they had this problem then in the Panhandle of Texas and some environmental engineers were working on it. So I just, actually, it's so interesting because I went on a hike. I went on mm-hmm. a hike with friends and they were talking. And one of the people that I was talking with asked the question, uh, so if, if I talking about is, um, is research and and I gave him some ideas, like, oh, you're trying to solve the problem of odor in this area. Why don't you try this? They're engineering microbes to solve, um, to tackle uh, this issue. Mm-hmm. So the guy said, you know, I think you need to talk to my boss. And it was my first semester in grad school. It was my, I, I was just barely a week on campus. You need to talk to my boss and um, he would really like to hear you. So I, I sent the boss, he gave me the email, so I sent him an email. So we met on Monday, the following Monday, and I just shared my ideas with him on what they can do to solve the, uh, to tackle the issue they're trying to solve. He's an environmental engineer. So I said, uh, so he said, oh, how about you working with us on this? And okay. he hired me right there. So that was how my research thesis for my master's came about. But beyond the research work that we did, it also opened my eyes to limitless possibilities that exist in scientific research. So mm-hmm. I decided that, you know what, I'm going uh, back to grad school for a PhD mm. and I want to go uh, into um, grad school for a PhD in um, biomedical sciences. Mm-hmm. So I went into, I, 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 I applied to um, other programs. I actually did um, like a pre, a, a, a more like for a year or two in between um, between my master's and when I eventually went back to uh, my PhD program, I did okay. some like a transition program uh, okay. to better prepare me for what I really, really want to do. So uh, in terms of my area of research. So I, I then went to Rutgers um, Graduate School of Biomedical Sciences. Then it was UMDMJ, University of Medicine and Dentistry. Mm-hmm. And um, decided to focus on research, uh, cancer research and trying to understand then we were focused on trying to understand some of the processes that occur in cancer cells that keep them healthy. And um, along the line, I've all, I, I got really curious about how food comes into the mix. Mm-hmm. You know, um, and luckily for me, I, I, I talked to my uh, mentor about it. I really want to find out um, how food, how we can use food to delay the onset of cancer or even to treat it as a whole. How can we use it to manage mm. the system better? So, he said, so I suggested something to him. He said, no, we don't know enough about that. But luckily for us, someone came into the picture two weeks later. The guy just sent a proposal. He said, we studied this in mouse and we, it's very promising. Will you be interested in studying it? 
he just sent me an email and said, you are the one that likes food. Check this out. <laughs> if you like it, you, it's, your, it's all yours. <laughs> so that's how I, uh, my research into um, understanding how, uh, uh, actually I studied a particular company, it's called Isotheosinate, Amorica Isotheosinate, and um, Phenyl Isotheosinate as well. We just focused on those two and seeing their anti-cancer properties, their mechanism of action. Mm. Just studied them um, extensively, and it, 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 it was high opening. It was it was really really high opening for me, and wow. it completely changed how I see food. Because when you take compounds from food, and you see how it interacts with your cells, because we worked mm. with I worked with uh, certain different breast cancer cell lines, and just seeing how it works with the cells, you just can't help. Um, the uh, change and transmission that occurs in your mind through that process. Mm-hmm. So, briefly, that was how my journey evolved mm-hmm. and up to the point where I am today. Um, and yes, I'm very, I'm very much in, in academia as well. I still, um, I still do research, and mm-hmm. I, I still, yeah, very much into it. So, mm-hmm. Yeah, great. Um. And so I guess we, we started uh, discussing this just a little bit, but when exactly did you have that kind of like aha moment to decide to start your company? Oh, okay. So I, I, had, a, I had a situation with my fam- uh, family member. My, my, my father was actually um, on a special diet. He had some medical challenges towards the end of his life. So we, uh, it was during that period of taking care of him and trying to find things and whatever that I started seeing gaps. And okay. honestly, it started as, oh, I just need to do this to help this person, this family member get through this and all that. So looking for information, bringing people together to learn. All that started because I was trying to solve a personal problem. Okay. And then things kicked up from there and things grew from there. So. It wasn't a scenario where you said, oh, you know, I'm going to write a business plan and start a company and all that. No, that wasn't a scenario. It was more of, oh, my goodness, this family member needs this and we need to solve this. Mm -hmm. And then solving this for one person became, oh, there's some people that need to learn this. I just do something small and bring people together to learn. And then that (laughs) grew to, you know, so that's how it started. And it grew and, and it really grew. And even I was telling someone recently, I said, well, people talk about, oh, we've hosted huge conferences, we've done all this stuff, but it yeah. really started with a small seminar in a lecture room somewhere oh, saying, yeah. oh, bring all the professors together, let's talk about food and how, let's, <laughs> let's help people learn, you know, and that was what it started with. And then the next yeah. thing we knew, we had all this big, um, uh, big conferences coming about. But yeah, that uh, it's just the desire to solve a problem to help someone that led me on that journey and uh, now almost six years later we have we have two companies we have four products we it's um it's grown from where we started from mm, wow. beautiful i love that so that's really really inspiring so you mentioned yeah. kind of um the influence of family members um in this based on kind of you know um where they were with regards to their health and nutrition um but did you have any influential mentors along the way okay influential mentor um so i i did have mentors in science um by that i mean people that I really look up to that really mm-hmm. helped me on my journey. Um, mm-hmm. I'm really thankful for that. Um, with regards to uh, um, my business ventures, I have to just pick people out. Like if I think uh, this person is really 
um, successful in the area that I'm trying to go to or something. I just I could reach out to them, or if I if someone in my network um, could introduce, I'll do that. So mm-hmm. I I I I really have to stick people out in that space. That, yeah. that was how that worked for me. Okay. Yeah. Um, and considering your journey as well, what advice would you give your younger self? Um, I guess you know, looking back from where you yeah. started to now. Mm-hmm. I would um, I would tell myself to trust more and and um, and take bold steps without be waiting for things to be perfect. I have a perfectionist tendency. Like, oh, everything has to be perfect. No, no, no. Just uh, go for it. You know it. Yeah. Do it. Just do it. Yeah. I like that. Go for it. <laughs> Just do it. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah. Is there anything you would do differently? Is there anything I would do differently? You know, mm-hmm. I saw that question. I thought about. I I, I thought carefully about that. Um, one thing I I think I would do differently is one. When I started out, um, of course, I was like I said, I was very calculated. I was very careful. I was very guarded. I was yeah. everything. Everything was up. So mm. I would have been. If I would do anything differently, I would be. Um, mm-hmm. um, I would have quicker. On, mm. I'll ask quicker on things that it's on my heart to do, yeah. Rather than being like thinking, oh, what will people think? What will people say? <laughs> you know, all those, yeah. all those guarded moments that I yeah. had, mm. I would just like, please forget about it. Just, just move on <laughs> yeah. with what you want to do and all that. So yeah, I would, I would have moved a bit more confidently and more uh, quickly. But it, it all worked out. I feel like a lot of times. When we think about things like this, we're all becoming someone, mm-hmm. you know, through all our processes, our experiences, we're evolving. You know, when I look back at some of the things that I've done or where I was, maybe like three years ago, two years ago, five years ago, six years ago, I've grown. And I feel like all those processes, all those experiences, they shape who we're becoming and help us become who we want to be. So for me, really, I just feel like uh, I would have embraced the process quicker and and better if I knew what I know now. Yeah. yeah, yeah, great. And so now, thinking maybe um, a little bit to the future, or even you know where you are currently, sure. what does success mean to you? And when you visualize your successful self, what does that picture look like? Sure. So for me, success means impact, positive impact on people's lives. Mm-hmm. And being able to impact people at scale. So I was talking to you recently about um, um, one story someone shared with me. I, we have multiple of those. But you can imagine being able to impact so many um, children like that, hundreds of thousands of children, seeing them um, see them learn more and, and become brand up. So it's, it's one thing for you to know something yeah. uh, for yourself. It's another thing where you're really convinced about it, that you're telling others about it. So for us, we want to have a generation that know enough about food and their health. Mm-hmm. It's not just keeping it to themselves and not taking action for themselves alone, but they're telling others about it. That You know, it would be good if you think about it. It would be good if you do this. It, this is why you should do this. And you know, kids, kids talk a lot. <laughs> Whether you want to listen, when I want to listen to them or you don't, they will tell you what they think, you know, about what you're doing. So um, having them been informed, really well informed, and being able to impact their generation is something uh, 
something I define as success, impacting one generation and creating um, a set of change makers that impacting the world around them. So that's um, that's a dream. That's really great. Awesome. Um, So Shakira, do you have any additional questions for this segment? Um, No, I I just, I really loved hearing how uh, you were empowered, Julia, by your own like personal circumstances and Mm -hmm. that motivated you to build a company and and that through that company, you're now challenging us (laughs) to, (laughs) to change the way that we think about food. I know that I need to, you know, change the way that I think about food and you know, educating us on not just why it's important to change the way we think about food, but also sort of how we go about, you know, making those changes. So I feel like you're sort of giving us a complete solution to (laughs) the food problem. So, so thank you. Thank you very much. It's a pleasure. It's a pleasure. So for this final section, the wrap up section, we're doing life lights. (laughs) 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 so in this section we want to talk about what brings you joy outside of your work so things like hobbies and passion projects family and friends how you like to relax anything that brings light and enjoyment to your life sure uh for me that's my my family my um, I have two boys. I have my hobby. They both they they they, they all the three of them bring so much joy to my life. And <laughs> I love spending time with them. I, I love spending time with them. So, um, in terms of what I love love uh, to do, relaxing, I I I enjoy watching movies. <laughs> I love reading books. So okay, no, no, okay, not 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 like science books. I'm not talking about. I enjoy reading that, but I mean like sitting on the beach and reading good books. So um, I love I love doing that, and also I love cooking. Ah, nice, nice, yeah, nice. I love cooking. Excellent. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that is beautiful. That's beautiful. I love all of those all of those passions, and I know that you also have a podcast as well, Julia. Right? That um, that you do, uh, you know, through your company, Food Niche. Can you talk a little bit about about that as well? Yeah. Sure. So it's um, Food and Health podcast, though mm-hmm. where um, we we had um, um, an announcement recently that we're evolving um, from that. It's, it's still focused on food, but we want to tell stories, um, yeah. um, change makers in the food industry, people that are improving mm-hmm. uh, the food system. One of the key things that I found out is that a lot of people, um, you, you see people creating impact or doing something remarkable. And you think, oh, it's just for them. Uh, it's just, it's easy for them because mm-hmm. they have this or they have that. Mm-hmm. But a lot of times um, when you talk to people, you find that everybody that, that accomplished anything remarkable, they've had challenges, oh, they've yeah. had their experiences. They just grew through it and became uh, who they really want to be. So sharing their story will help um, empower other change makers to get out of their comfort zone and say, okay, well, if they can do it, I can do it as well because truthfully we have a lot more in common than we all um, really uh, think about sometimes. It's just knowing, knowing that really anybody can accomplish whatever they set their minds to be and to do. So that is the goal. That's the goal, telling stories of change makers in the food industry and how we're improving people's lives. 
Beautiful. Okay, great. I I love it. I already listened to an episode of your uh, of your podcast, and I loved it. I already learned a lot and told Fatu all about it, and told her I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna look into that company. And so it's you're definitely making an impact with um oh. with your show. So thank you for doing that. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much. Thanks so much for having me. It's been yeah. a pleasure talking with both of you. It has. Okay, so we'd like to say thank you to our listeners for supporting the podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe, like, and share. And you can reach out to us by email at lovesciencepodcast at gmail.com. Please send any questions for past guests, comments about the show, or suggestions for guests that you'd like to hear on the show. We'd love to hear from you. Until next time. Bye, everybody. Bye, everybody. <laughs>